Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Appetizer to the main course, no doubt. But I'll be damned if I'm not going to talk about football that actually took place on the field. It was kind of honestly sad how excited I was to watch games like Jacksonville State and UTEP or FIU and Louisiana Tech. There were some headliner games we'll get into in a second, but the fact that we had football on the television, I saw some debating over the weekend do you like week zero? Is week zero silly? All or nothing. If we're going to have week zero, it's just week one. Guys, who cares however you want to label it? It's football. And that's the bottom line. That's what we got on Saturday. So without further ado, going to talk about a couple of these games. We'll start with the other USC on the West Coast. Southern Cal taking down San Jose State 56-28. to The biggest takeaway from this game is this. Southern Cal pulling away late. Because if you saw that game at halftime, 21 to 14, Southern Cal was up, but San Jose State and their quarterback, who's a fantastic player, by the way, the uh, Siobhan Cordero kid, 21 to 38, 198, three touchdowns and no picks against Southern Cal's defense. The thing that jumps out, though, San Jose State ran for 198 rushing yards, 7.3 yards per carry. There is no doubt that Southern Cal, they got one of the most explosive offenses in all of college football. But if they're going to be a college football playoff contender, heck, if they're even going to win the Pac-12 in the final year of that conference, they got to shore that defense up, man. I mean, they've been preaching they got more physicality. They added Bear Alexander up front from University of Georgia. They've added some other pieces as well. But they look soft, man. I mean, they look soft defensively. You saw the the third and 22 conversion, a couple of third and long conversions that San Jose State had in that ballgame. Offense is not the question mark for Southern Cal. It is the defensive side of the football and toughness and physicality. And that's why, you know, guys, I dropped my college football playoff predictions last week. I did not have a Pac-12 team. I did not have Southern Cal because my biggest question with Southern Cal is that defensive side because while college football is an offensive game, I get that Southern Cal is going to get punched in the mouth at times this season. If they can't respond to it and make stops defensively and be physical, they simply do not stand a chance. Now, again, offensively, not an area of concern for them. Caleb Williams, I thought he had a ho-hum game and the guy still went 18-25, 278, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, that's a ho-hum game for Caleb Williams. You can look at the backfield. Our good friend Marshawn Lloyd got some action for the Trojans. Nine carries for 42 yards, 4.7 yards per carry. And, of course, guys, I understand that that really was made out of one run. I think he had like an 18-yard gain. Before that, he was 
he was like four carries for uh, for, for three yards or something crazy or what have you. Austin Jones, the senior back, leading the way for them, six carries, 54 yards, and two touchdowns. And really the star of the game, guys. And this was a dude that was highly sought after in recruiting. Zachariah Branch, four catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown. He had the long of 25. But where he made the most noise in the return game, I mean, this dude had shades of Reggie Bush in that ballgame. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Had a kickoff return for 96 yards and a touchdown. Also, three punt returns for 66 yards. He averaged 22 yards per punt return. So, Southern Cal, they take care of business, get the big win, but the game was much closer, I think, at least in the first half. And the final score indicated, of course, Southern Cal outscoring San Jose State 35-14 to in that second half. And, guys, here's the thing. Season openers, right, we'll talk a lot more about this as we break down Gamecocks in week one of SEC play. Season openers are somewhat of a crapshoot, right, because you just never know, right, because you can add all these different pieces with the transfer portal, with recruiting, what have you, but we know nothing for the most part, about these teams going into week one. And that includes, like, the coaching staffs. It's why that cliche exists of, you know, you see teams make the most improvement from week one to week two. It's because you learn about your football team, right? You learn about, okay, here's what we have. Here's where we need to improve. Here's where we need to get better, right? So I think Southern Cal, you get off to a slow start. I don't think it's something that really concerns you. But that defense, that, that defense has got to get shored up for Southern Cal. I mean, they are just simply put not going to be able to make any sort of noise nationally. They might win the, the Pac-12. They might have a really nice season, no doubt. But defensively is their biggest question. Are they going to be able up front? I, I thought Bear Alexander, guys, the Georgia transfer, I mean, for his debut, and I think it was Bear Alexander like a month or month and a half ago, he even went on record and said that the style of play, the physicality, there was no drop-off from Georgia. I can tell you this. Georgia ain't letting San Jose State run for 198 yards. or excuse, Yeah, 198 yards and 7.3 yards per carry. That, I can guarantee you, the Georgia Bulldogs would not allow to happen. To Dublin, Ireland, which this one was kind of the, the opener of the weekend, if you will, that 2.30 kick on Saturday. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea, 
Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Notre Dame in dominating fashion. They take care of business 42 to 3 and thank goodness the scoring stopped because of course we had the under 49 and a half in that ball game and by the hair of our chinny chin chin we got away with it at 45 but 42 to 3 Notre Dame dominant the biggest storyline of this one guys i mean it's got to be Sam Hartman 19 to 23 251 four touchdowns getting the right guy under center can solve a lot of problems for your football team, right? We make so much of different things on a football team. We talk about offensive line. Of course, that's the most important thing. But we we talk about the skill positions and who's at receiver and who's at running back and who's at tight end. If you've got the right guy under center, and certainly Notre Dame's got very capable guys. They've got very high-level skill position players. But if you've got the right dude under center, it's funny how the rest of it sort of takes care of itself. And it's funny how if you have the wrong dude under center, and you've got question marks under center. Isn't it interesting how more question marks tend to arise? Because you're putting more emphasis on the receivers to make plays. You're putting more emphasis on the running backs or different skill positions. And Sam Hartman's a damn good one. I think one of the best in college football. He was fantastic. He was efficient with the football. Again, 19 of 23. No interceptions. The four touchdowns. You then look at the running game for them. Aldrich Estime. 16 for 95, a touchdown. He's one of the best in college football. The biggest thing for him, though, is putting the ball on the ground. Had one fumble in that game. They actually had two fumbles total. Chris Tyree, one of their receivers, also with the fumble. So it'll be interesting to see if that continues. But all in all, a dominating performance from Notre Dame. And especially, guys, you think about when you're facing one of the service academy schools, right? You've got to deal with the triple option and stopping that. Just 126 rushing yards, 2.6 yards per carry for Navy. I know Navy's not very good. Don't get me wrong. They're not a very good football team. When you're playing a lesser opponent, when you're playing an opponent where you're a 26 and a half, 27 point favorite, whatever Notre Dame was a kickoff, that's the type of opening game performance you want to see. That's the type of dominating performance you want to see from your football team. Finally, guys, we turn our attention to the SEC, an opponent on the Gamecock schedule, Vanderbilt was in action in week zero. Vandy starts out 1-0. They get the 35-28 the win over the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. An interesting game here. You, you look down. Here we go. A.J. Swan, 19-30, three touchdowns, no picks. I thought he was solid 258 through the year. Here's where the real concern, because I, I'm not sure that this win over Hawaii, 
I think it created more question marks than it did solve anything, truly. 26 carries, 39 yards, 1.5 yards per carry. That is the Vanderbilt rushing total against Hawaii on Saturday night. First thing I'll say is this, by the way. Anytime a game goes into a rain delay, a weather delay, expect pure chaos, expect pure madness, expect the unexpected. I felt bad about my minus 16.5 or minus 17.5 Vandy bet the second the weather delay happened. So expect weird things to happen, right? But 39 yards rushing against Hawaii. Guys, you're going to face some defensive fronts, and Hawaii's a much-improved team year two of Tommy Chang. You're going to face some much, much, much better defensive fronts than you are from Hawaii. 39 yards rushing. The offensive line for Vandy was abysmal. A.J. Swan, the question now is, will he make it to the SEC season? Because he was running for his life at times against Hawaii. And also, Vandy's secondary. I mean, come on, man. I, I, I Listen, I, I thought Braden Schrager looked great, 27 to 35. He throws for 351, though. 351 against that Vandy secondary, three touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, though. Those came courtesy of DeRicky Wright. He had both of the interceptions. I thought for Vandy on the offensive side, Jaden McGowan, Will Shepard looked really good. Patrick Smith, the running back, seven carries for 30 yards, 4.3 yards per carry and a touchdown. When you look at Vandy, are they going to hit that over three and a half win total? I think it's dicey. I think if Vandy can figure some things out and get some things rolling, of course, they've got Alabama A&M in week one. They can build some momentum early. That game against Wake Forest, I think, will tell us a lot. You know, but this is a game Vandy absolutely could have lost. You had a big kickoff return for a touchdown in that game. Jade McGowan, 97 yards to the house. So Vandy was right in that ball game, right? It looks like the doors are going to run away with it. Or excuse me, Hawaii says absolutely not, and they come back in that ball game. The way I view Vandy after Saturday is this. They are a team that... ...one Saturday and stealing an SEC win. Who that comes against, I have no idea. But I could absolutely see them catching fire and being a tricky team and, and giving a team fits, right? But they are a team where if they're best players, and they've only got a couple of them, if A.J. Swan, if Jaden McGowan, if Will Shepard, if a guy like Patrick Smith at running back, they're going to need those dudes to not just be good, to be exceptional. Because they've got real question marks and a real problem on the offensive line. They've got a real problem in their secondary. They are going to get diced up at times. They are going to get eaten up at times. Now, does Vandy have enough to not just hit the over on the three and a half, but win six games? I think that's the biggest question. You'll hear Chris Doreen talk about them more in our conversation in our segment down the road. I think getting to six wins for Vandy, it's possible. After what we watched in week zero, though, I don't think it's likely because they've got to shore up those two areas that we mentioned. But again, one and oh for the Commodores, but they've got serious, serious question marks. On the offensive line in the secondary, I think the best news for Clark Lee and company is they've got a couple of weeks to get it going, to figure it out. Again, Alabama A&M in week two. They do have Wake Forest in their fourth game, I think, is another non-conference game that'll be pretty manageable. So their first month 
they can play around and tool with the thing, but they got to get it figured out quickly because that O-line in that secondary was atrocious as they snuck by and got by Hawaii to start out one. I know, guys, the best of the rest, of course, another Gamecocks opponent took the field on Saturday. Jacksonville State took on UTEP. They get the win, 17-14 to in a game that Jacksonville State was actually the underdog in. We took Jacksonville State money line. Rich Rodriguez gets the W, the first ever FBS win in the history of Jacksonville State football, at least their first win as an FBS team, I should say. So, Rich Rod getting the W, uh, UMass beats New Mexico State 41-30. to Louisiana Tech beating FIU 22-17 to in a crazy game. And San Diego State beating Ohio 20-13. to And that was all the week zero action. Guys, as I mentioned before, in case you missed it, this Monday morning quarterback segment, we will focus mainly on SEC ball games each and every single Monday. But, of course, with the action in week zero, only one SEC game being played. So I wanted to make sure that we touched on it. But a great appetizer for what's setting up to be a fantastic week one of the 2023 college football season. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.